Welcome to the Blackout where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today, my friend, brother, awesome artist, amazing human being, Keonte Bills is back on the show. Thanks for coming to the Blackout. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Dude, you've been busy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. Right I'm here. like, ah, oh, we need to talk. Like, oh, I'm here. Uh, and you, okay, first off, I want to say what I, I love how you have all these kind of like mini documentaries. Yeah. of your like trips or stuff what why did you decide to do that yeah so that that was honestly something a little bit fun for me um as you know i've been getting into the world of books and and things of that nature and for me i actually write a journal you know not every single day but it's more on a weekly basis so i thought oh, it'd be cool like to kind of create a visual journal and it actually started out me just doing that for myself oh. and keeping the videos. And then eventually I started to put them together for Instagram. So mm. it was pretty cool, you know, to kind of, I guess, take people on some of the journeys that I oh was Oh my in. God, I love it. And yeah, one of the things I love the most is that you're always cooking in them. <laughs> <laughs> and that is actually one of my favorite things to do. I look at cooking videos and things like that all day long. So. Uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, and then I wake up and then I cook for my brother. I'm like, there's always a cooking, there's always a cooking thing. Into the, yeah. Where did you like where the cooking thing? How did that come about? I don't know. I, think I, I love I, food. I can't cook for. I can boil water though. Like yeah. I'm <laughs> boil water. Oh yeah. my god! I'm very good at that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I well, I love to eat too. Mm. So I feel like that's where it came from. But my mom is a is a great cook, and so is so are both of my grandmothers. So. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess it, it kind of stemmed from there, just wanting to learn, being mm. curious about, you know, how they did it, how, mm. the magic that was on the plate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, do you have, like, favorite things to cook? Oh, um, not really. I'm I'm pretty experimental when it, when it comes oh. to cooking, but I do like to cook, like, soul food. Mm. Yeah. So you mentioned you're into writing now. Let's talk about this book you did with your brother. Sure. <clears throat> Perfectly Me. Yeah. I'm Perfectly Me. That's right. Um, yeah, like, you know what, one thing I have to say about you is that your timing is impeccable. Like, I don't know how you, you know, it, it, your things almost always drop at just the right time. Because, like, everything was happening. Mm -hmm. And it kind of boiled down to, like, okay, you see yourself, like, on the screen, you know, with, with, um... Black Panther, you know, and then um, the internet, like your book came out a couple of months ago and then like the internet ran crazy because Disney is now having a Black Mermaid and stuff and you're mm -hmm. like, then you see this video on Instagram of black kids seeing this mermaid and I'm like, mm -hmm. and you're like, your book makes total sense because that's kind of what you want to see you know yeah. like so what was the i guess the process of making this book and why did you decide to make it yeah so we made that book maybe about oh my goodness like three years um three years ago now mm. Ooh. um but i did it with my my younger brother antonio Bios. i can remember going to truro um we were going for a festival up there and i was with my manager tamar who's a good friend of mine and mentor as well and she was like, you know, Key, what did, what did you ever uh, think about, you know, creating a children's book? 
you know, you write all the time, you know, you, you tell stories in that way. And you've mentioned to me that you did that when you were younger. And I said, you know what, that'd be, be pretty cool. So I went home, I started brainstorming a little bit. I actually started off creating the characters first. And so when we looked at the characters, they were all different. Mm. Naturally, though, I didn't intentionally mean to do that. Um, and so the story just kind of pieced together and, and it became this, I guess, project of representation and what that means mm -hmm. and how important it is and uh, for the kids to kind of see just how beautiful they are just being, being themselves. Mm. Yeah. No, it's true. Because, like, I mean, I'm, obviously I'm on social media a lot and you kind of see this thing where people try to either paint themselves in a different light and mm. you realize that it started because they didn't see positive representations of themselves right? right you know so like when you're watching a tv and the biggest stars don't look like you mm -hmm. or people you aspire to don't look like you it kind of makes you feel like i guess negative about yourself so when you show that look as you're like that with your curly hair and your big hair and stuff you are perfect it's, that's right it's, it's a very very powerful message it's super powerful i wish i could have opened a book when i was younger just seeing myself in the book, mm. I think it would have went a long way for me. And even though I had people, positive role models and things around me, I think just opening a book or seeing, you know, somebody who looked like me in the high, in you know, just being highlighted mm. would have went a long way for me. So there's a thing now, I mean, you know, everyone knows you are this super talented artist, you're making this thing. And you're like, okay, I'm going to be an author now. I know you had Taman, and like you're working with your brother, and, you know, creating the characters. But like, walk us from this discussion to actually having the book in your hand. What what happened between then? Yeah, so a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work. It was pretty much almost two years in the making. Mm -hmm. um, but we actually, I I colored the the pictures on like Holy my iPhone, smoke. on my iPhone. So you know, just pencil to paper. Um, but so it was a, it was an interesting process. A lot of hard work went into it more than people probably will know or ever mm. really know. Um, but it was pretty cool. Like just even, I guess, cause I feel like, especially even in King, like King, I feel like my message has been faith, dreaming and representation, just kind of being yourself. So, um, yeah, that, that whole, I guess that whole period in time there was, was like a perfect example of, of, of that, of who I am, I guess. So the first time we kind of chat on the show, it was like, you know, just talking in general. We sure. didn't talk about this body of work called King in like King has done. It's nuts. It's crazy. So <laughs> now that I finally had you after all your traveling and stuff, <laughs> let's talk about King. Like what was this whole process of creating our project? Yeah. So world went on lockdown from the pandemic. Um, you know, we went into hibernating, I guess, lockdown, <laughs> AKA lockdown. Um, and I can remember I was working on an album for forever. I'm always working on something on an album and I was getting it produced by somebody else. And I can remember being home and being like, yeah, well, let me try. How about, you know, how about I try something? And I always created demos, loved the process. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I tried it. I took my shot at it and King, um, was created and, you know, that gave me a little bit of, I guess, confidence um, <laughs> that I could actually do this once the video, you know, mm. came out and people really enjoyed it. And I went and created the uh, the whole album. You know, it was, I think for me, a, a, a moment of being empowered too, like self-empowerment. 
Because I didn't believe that I could do something like that. Like, I felt like I... Okay, I, I'm sorry, but that's insane to hear, actually. Because, like, you know, when you're from the outside looking at your body of work, it's like, this guy can pretty much do anything. I remember the very first time I saw you was, like, years ago. And it was at a talk at the tar shop. And, sure. yeah, you know, I was like, oh, my, there's something there. So when you're seeing this, it's like, what? Like, hmm. what? what is behind that self-doubt? I don't know. I feel like it's humility um, mm. in some cases. I feel like it's part of when you're just a humble person, you don't look at yourself in the way that others do. Mm. Um, and that's not something that you try to do. You know, most people who I have encountered who are like that, they don't try to do it. It's just it's just kind of them. Mm. I feel like I'm that way. Like, mm. I look at myself completely different. I doubt myself <laughs> like, a lot before <laughs> before doing before doing things. I doubt myself a lot. It's like, oh, this may come up. Mm. Yeah. But I think it's, it's just the fact that I, even though I doubt myself, I still continue to do it. That is what I was going to say because something I have to say that, you know, most, I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but a lot of people usually see the, you know, the video, the performing with the symphony, you know? Yeah. I have been lucky enough to kind of see the backstage and like, this guy is walking his behind off. Like, you know, even those little videos you put on Instagram, I'm like, that is a lot of work. Like, it is. that is a lot of work. So every everything, every type of accolade, every award you, you get, I just say, man, you deserve it because the amount of work you that. put in what you're doing is mind-blowing that is how it feels like to me and just you know kind of from seeing from the back end of it and like i thought you honestly i'm lazy <laughs> so when, when i thought you were gonna say oh you know i had these artists draw the, the characters in the book and now i'm finding out now you actually painted them on your phone is man yeah i drew them sketched up yo dude so so now like um we king you know you have this project done the video for King, the song itself. Sure. Um, I freaking love that song. Played on my radio show every couple of weeks. Um, yeah, what was the you. idea? Like, how did that idea come about? For King, the, the video. Song, the video? Yeah. Yeah, so that one was interesting. Um, there's like some, some... That's probably one of my favorite projects, honestly, to work on. Mm -hmm. It's because of the imagery that we got to put inside of the video. Mm. Like, I feel like for me, it was the first time I actually creatively got to be free and put, um, you know, everything that was in my mind into the video, as well as Kiki, who did an amazing job as well. Um, but together we kind of worked on it and we had like this idea of, you know, uh, I guess me being there in the video, but then having this almost like entity in the video who's kind of telling the story. Um, He's kind of telling me, you know, these are the things that you have to do in order to be a man, a black man, especially. Um, and you just have to follow suit because that's what it is for you. Um, and then finding, you know, hope in the ending of the song um, through the singing and the melody and seeing the black men, you know, be involved um, inside this video. It, it was honestly really, really empowering for me, too to be able to get my vision out there in that way. It's never happened before for Yo, me. like, I, you had a ton of people in that video. Yeah. But, I mean, that is another thing where I say you put in a lot of work because these are people, like, getting them is difficult and then trying to get them to do this thing. And how, so, like, the process of shooting that video, how long did it take to me? Because I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, oh, from start to finish, 
You know what? The process wasn't super long. Actually shooting it, we probably shot for two days. Mm. And it wasn't even two full days, but two days mm. um, of shooting. And then probably three, four, five days of editing. And leading up to is where is where it was mm. it was more time getting people's, mm. you know, videos and stuff and uh making sure like the details. I'm someone who focused a lot on details. Um the details of the video um was correct and the vision that I saw in my head and uh Kiki kinda came in. Mm. Took it home for me. So I did it I did it <laughs> I put the cart before the horse talking about the video first but like i wanted to do that because the song is actually the foundation so let's talk about the song itself why did you decide to write that yeah so the story goes <laughs> as the story goes <laughs> i was on my way home um from grocery shopping for food because going home to cook <laughs> and um i can remember this was around the time where george floyd you mm. know and that whole thing was happening um, and I was just feeling real, real angry. Honestly, really, really angry. I got home. I didn't end up cooking because I was that flustered. Um, mm -hmm. Sat down behind the piano and I just started playing these chords. And the cadence just honestly started coming just like that. Mm -hmm. Probably wrote the song in like 10 to 15 minutes. It's the quickest ever I've ever done. Wow. And I made a demo right after that. It all almost happened in that one day. I, I made a demo right after that and I sent it uh, to a few trusted people and... Um, you know, they, they had some good things to say and some things that I can fix as well. But it was, it was like, um, I guess a moment of feeling, um, almost captured, you know, in, in this moment where we are, you know, feeling like caged birds, you know, mm. like eventually it's like everyone now is singing because everyone is upset, you know, about the things that are going on. And I can remember just feeling, you know, that way for my whole life, mm. you know, feeling unseen, you know, even though you're you're everywhere, you know, feeling unheard, even though you're everywhere. So, yeah, all the all that emotion just kind of came. Yo, powerful song. Thank okay. You. And then another thing that came out from the album was Vodka and Me. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's talk about Vodka and Me, and then um, <laughs> obviously had a video, but it also had merch too. I did. Like, what walk me through the whole thing? So Vodka and Me, right? Mm. Uh, so yeah, Vodka and Me um, just stems from obviously Vodka and Me, <laughs> um, but you know, a night of, of having a disagreement with a, a significant other. And kind of leaning on alcohol rather than the conversation. Yeah. I feel like anyone who is a drinker out there, yeah. you all, we all know what I'm talking. You feel me exactly. So um, it just kind of stemmed from that, and and mm -hmm. having, uh, you know, I guess the thought process of, yeah, forget that. You know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna have this alcohol. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna dance and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I'll come to this later on, maybe I won't. So yeah, the song just kind of stemmed from there and I can remember recording it and it was real, it wasn't, it had like three different demos for oh, Vodka and Me because it just wasn't aggressive enough for me. <laughs> like it wasn't capturing the moment that, like the way I felt. Yeah. So I redid that song maybe like four times. Oh actually, my god! Before it became the Vakemi that it is today. Yeah. And the merch? How did you? Why did you decide to do merch for that one? Yeah, you know, I. There was actually there was a lot of merch. I'm always working on that type of thing in my head. Mm. 
Um, and I had merch for King. It just didn't come out. You know, I felt like it was too late. I feel like it was too late. And then we released Vodka and Meat, um, the second single from the album. To me, it just felt like the time. And I didn't want it to just be any old, you know, merch release. I wanted to treat it like it was a clothing line that I was launching. And so a lot of people, even today, they're like, is your clothing line still? Yeah, you know, are you still? yeah. And I'm like, well, there's no clothing line, but you know. Uh, so I just want to do kind of marketing in that way too. It was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's freaking cool. I loved it. I loved it. Thank you. But I think I wanted to touch, and uh, I mean, we have the keyboard here, so hopefully you play something. <laughs> but um, another thing I wanted to touch was, I remember, um, I think I saw. You know, it's weird because you actually do stuff on LinkedIn. Like I do. What the <laughs> who is that artist on LinkedIn? You know, you expect like um, YouTube, um, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. but like LinkedIn. What, yeah. Actually, before I continue, <laughs> what what is what is the story behind LinkedIn? You know, you expect like office people and and you know bankers. And That's right. What's what's up with that? Yeah. So exactly what you just said. Like I feel like. Um, I feel like when you go on LinkedIn, you see, you know, all those things and the business and, you know, the real, I guess, technical side of, of business, which I love. Mm -hmm. I, I love business in general. Um, but I thought, you know, like for me, business is a little bit, it's a little bit different. Like for me, like I get to uh, dress like an artist, like I get to be creative and, and out there and, you know, almost uh, push the envelope a little bit mm. um, and kind of do like my own thing. Like that's that's the privilege I get as an artist. So mm -hmm. why not like try and see, you know, what happens on LinkedIn um, if I if I tell my story in a different way mm. um, on LinkedIn instead of the way that I see other folks doing it. And so, you know, I've been trying a little bit of things. and it's Yeah, no, it's, it's working because like um, I, I brought up the LinkedIn thing because that's where I actually first saw the video for the, you and the symphony performing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about <laughs> how did that one happen? Because, you know, <laughs> I think some of my best artists, right, their performances is when they just bring a symphony behind them. And, and the irony yeah. of it is like listening to a symphony alone is not my kind of vibe. Sure. But when you put like an artist I love and they are playing with like instruments behind them, I'm like, holy yeah. shit, like, you know, that's a concert I'd watch. So yeah. how did that happen? Yeah, so that, oh my goodness, that took maybe about almost two years in the making of planning and, and making sure everyone was on board. Um, but when we finally got like the gears rolling, it was probably like a couple months before we did that concert. And um, they set me up with... Um, a few different composers around Canada, all around Canada. Mm -hmm. And uh, we composed each song, you know, one by one. Uh, we started out with me and uh, my music director at the time, Sean Downey, um, who arranged, we both arranged together um, the music. And the symphony just kind of came in and put everything behind it, you know. After we, we reached out to and, and had conversation with the composers, mm -hmm. um, they put some beautiful, beautiful pieces together. And they're just like... Um, they would send stuff like, do you, do you approve of this? Do you love that? And it's just like crazy for me because mm. this is an album that I created in my room during quarantine. Mm. And now we have composers all over Canada, you know, coming behind it to, to work. We have a whole symphony who's about to be playing all this music on stage. Yeah. And then, you know, push come to shove. Later on, the concert sells out and it is a great time. Game Bonstars, right? Okay, so, you know, I love King, but my song on the album is friends oh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, partial, I'm partial to that song but 
The performance of Friends on that show blew my mind. Thank you. Oh my god! <laughs> and the guy on the guitar, like there was like yeah, a Chris different guy. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then like I don't really like so me. My instrument is the strings. Like I don't mm. know. Like I just love how they sound. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like woodwind. Like I don't like. I mean, trumpets is okay, fine, but sure. but the flutes in mm-hmm. in in Friends. Oh my god. That's super beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 man. Like, so now, like, you know, on YouTube, you can kind of save the number. So whenever I'm sharing that video with anybody, it starts on where their friend is. Now I'm like, it's gonna start there, but you should actually go back to the beginning. <laughs> that one was was you know what we made like a last minute call um about friends too, uh that day of the concert. Um, and we were just like, we had like some tracks and it was a little bit more forward track and some digital stuff going on. It's just mm. like, you know what, like, let's, how about we just cut all that out and we just leave with the guitar, let the symphony follow the guitar, no tempo, no nothing, mm. and see, see how it goes, how authentic it feels. And we Killed did it. And it, it. Was, it was interesting. Killed it. I, man, I, I watch that thing, you know, it's like really inspirational. Like whenever I write, I listen to music. And like sometimes, you know, when I just want to get in the zone, I listen to that. Well, like I love the one on the album. Obviously, I played every week. But that one for like on that performance, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's kind of crazy because I kind of always make fun of those people. Like <laughs> they get to read that. Do you know this amount of skill yeah. to read that? Oh, my thing, goodness. Yeah. You know, and yeah, then absolutely you, you, you are like in front. And so how was that experience for you, though? The experience was, experience was awesome. I, I can remember someone, not going to name no names, but someone, it was a good, they're good. They were just uh, warning. And they were just like, you know, the symphony is, is, uh, this is like their job, like nine to five for them. So they come, they show up, they do what they got to do. Lunch break hits. You'll see them. They're gone. Like, and he's like, don't be afraid. Like sometimes their faces look a little bit uninterested. Like this is a job for them. Mm. So they come and I'm just like, all right, I don't know what to expect. (laughs) So uh, we come in now, me and the band from, uh, when they, they're finished kind of getting this things together mm. and I come in and they're all clapping and standing up they're just like woo and they're excited <laughs> they're excited the whole time like they're smiling laughing yeah. having a good time I'm like so you definitely gave me the wrong impression yeah. here because I was not expecting that but the rehearsals like were strenuous like by the time we got to the show I was super nervous about my voice but but the rehearsals were something else <laughs> they, they were long it was like two days straight oh, pretty much two God. three days straight no, yeah. but honestly, you know, that's what I try to say that, you know, people always see the finished product. That's they don't right. see the, you know, the raw materials yeah. and the mixing and the, all that stuff before we put it in, in yeah. front of people. So like, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I remember watching that thing and thinking, oh my, oh my God, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Whoever that guitarist is, salute. Yeah, salute. Guy, and like, um, <laughs> but, but then when, then King, you know, Again, King I love, like, but the King you played on that thing is like, man, that arrangement was, God, it was sick. Yeah, he did. It, it was a, it was a good job. Like we found a way to amp it up too in the end, for it to grow mm. differently than what we 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 did. Uh, yeah. Previously, but so yeah, it was cool. I I appreciate that. I'm glad you enjoyed. No, no, that was that was an amazing experience. It's one of those things that you kind of want to see live, you know. 
but like having it that having access to this video it's yeah i watch it a lot oh, i appreciate that <laughs> i watch it a lot so you talked about business and linkedin you know so let's talk about mm -hmm. kb entertainment sure. <clears throat> what's happening there yeah so kbs entertainment uh is basically my dream company it's something that i've wanted since i was younger my Grandmother was an entrepreneur. Um, she did pretty much everything from baking to quilts to a candy store that we used to steal from. Um, <laughs> she wouldn't give us any freebies. But yeah, so she pretty much did everything. So I, and I grew up in the house with her until I was about nine. Mm. My great-grandmother, mm. what a privilege. Um, but so, you know, just kind of living there and, and seeing her be a hustler, I guess that clearly instilled something in me. Um, so that's been something that I've wanted for forever. Mm. And... When the pandemic happened, we all went into lockdown. Um, I finally got the opportunity to kind of relax, sit back, and start the company. So I launched it. And since then, you know, I, it kind of changed my life. Kind of mm. took over in a, in a way that I didn't expect for it to as quickly as it did. Mm. Um, mm. But I'm grateful for it. Like, I wouldn't... It's, it's, it's the dream. One thing, you know, one thing I, I said I'm going to ask, and I'm glad, because I forgot, but I'm glad he jumped when you mentioned this, is how do you select your team? Because, you know, I mean, I know, like, with the symphony, you can't select who's playing what, but you can, you know, select who's doing your arrangement, you can select who's doing your music director, you can select who you make, at least your core team. Yeah. How, what is your process of choosing the people that are in that circle? Yeah, I think... Um... I've been almost, uh, I guess, almost privileged in a position where I am just surrounded by people who are good people in general. Um, and so a lot of the folks who are on my team today um, have come from other folks who are already around me as good people. Mm -hmm. So like stating folks like like uh, Sean Downey, Uncle Sean, um, and him, you know, kind of gravitating and, and you know, seeing Tamar and Tamar coming in, you know, um, who is management. And then, you know, Chris, Christine Eddie, my guitar player, um, same thing with an engineer, same thing with him. So it's it's kind of like folks just kind of gravitate. Mm -hmm. I, gra I gravitate, I guess, to people who have good spirits, um, good energy. You know, for me, I can't really focus around folks who have selfish energy mm. and energy of, um, you know, just self in general. Mm. So for me, it's, it's all about that. It's all about people who are willing to push, push the envelope because I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. um, and people who are creative and who, who have a vision and a goal, you know. And for me, even when, especially building the company team now, it's a little bit, it's been even more, man, like, fulfilling for me because I get the chance to work with people who are in 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 a space where they're growing and and I acknowledge those things like I this may be a stepping stone for you you know you may be coming from college or whatever the case may be and this is a stepping stone for you like I'm grateful to be able to be that mm. and you go on you grow like you don't I'm not here to lock you down to the company I want to see you grow, and I hope that you have a vision that's bigger than than me, than mm. in anything that I'm doing, mm. for sure. Wow, man, you have an amazing, you know, outlook at things. And but one thing is that you know it's kind of like the sun and the planets. You are this. I know you don't like all these oh, things, but no. you are no, but it's true. <laughs> but you are the sun now. Oh, you have no. all these planets revolving around you. How do you handle that responsibility, though? 
You know what? You know what? I don't. I don't even think about it that way. Mm. I don't think about how how I handle those responsibilities. I think for me, the main thing that I think about is how I handle myself in general. Mm. How do I take care of myself when I'm feeling, you know, a way? Just continuing to show up for myself and do the work mm. um, as far as mental health goes, as far as showing up on time, being professional. Mm. Um, so a lot of it doesn't even have to do with anything around me. It has to do with the core of just me making sure I'm staying true to myself, mm. making sure I'm not, um, you know, um, sacrificing the core values that I have um, to entice or please other people. So mm-hmm. for me, I, that's that's the main thing, man. I don't even think about it. If mm. I think about it in that way, it, it becomes pressure. Uh. And I don't appreciate pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't if I'm okay, pressure. everything will figure itself out type of thing. It always does, man. And mm. I'm a man of faith, you know, and I believe mm. that God does, you know, all things right and yeah. intentionally. So Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to um, let you go and hopefully play something, but before I go, like, what's in the works now? Like, are we expect? Is there a new album, new book? What's 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 up? <laughs> all of the above. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's there's always so many things going on. Twenty twenty three, you know, mm. it's gonna be a, a cool year. I kind of took a break too from touring and stuff, but we're back and uh, we're gonna be better than ever. And yeah, I'm excited. Twenty twenty three. Man, thanks so much, Keontae. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Keontae Beals, and this is my song, Friends. See, I could have known for you would adjust Expressed your feelings, baby, we're grown I expect nothing less than you keeping it real And what's going on? Are you having second thoughts about us? No, it ain't been long, no For me, you're enough Cause I couldn't read between Maybe things will get better over time Cause I was just hoping we could be more than friends Oh, oh, no, 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 no Can we still be friends? See, I can't agree Oh.
ਨਾ 